Hello, everybody. This is Lauren. And I'm Katie. And we are The Body Benefits. Hi. We are here to focus on higher education, bringing more knowledge to people who enjoy exercise, whether you are a fitness instructor, a personal trainer, or just someone who likes to work out. We are hoping to give you guys some science and details behind the whys and the whats of exercise, both of mind and body. That's right. And this, these podcasts are here because we like to talk and we like to talk a lot about the things that we are passionate about. And also because IG captions just don't offer long enough things. So here we are podcasting away, podcasting away. All right, you guys enjoy the episode. Thank you. All right, guys, we are going to do something new at the top of our podcast. We are starting. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. They're kind of like our hot takes. Right. And I am coming to you with our first hot take. Yep. Um, it is Girl Scout season. And I love the little Girl Scouts. They're the best little entrepreneurs. Oh, my gosh. They're the most adorable. I love them. Bought a box of Thin Mints the last two years because I love mint chocolate anything. Yes. It is my favorite. My hot take is they are not good as they used to be anymore. Something changed, Girl <laughs> Scouts. Something changed. See, and I'm over here thinking, no, because I love the mints. I don't know about you guys, but I put mine in the freezer and I eat them occasionally. And every single time I bite into them, I'm like, oh, this is heaven. Yeah. Maybe you need to put them in the freezer. Maybe I need to put them in the freezer. I don't know. Because I have not noticed a difference, but it could be that I'm jaded. Or it could be that maybe your taste buds have changed. Maybe my taste buds. But I still love like mint. So there's a mint cookie that I make at Christmas that is thin mint. It's not a crunchy cookie. It's So it's not thin. It's actually okay. like, like fluffy. A cookie cookie. It's like a cookie cookie. And Ooh, it's got which, mint. Which, by the way, go listen to our Neuromuscular Efficiency oh, yes. podcast because we talk about cookies. We okay. do talk about cookies. Moving so on. this cookie has... An Andy's candy frosting. Oh my gosh. <gasps> and so that's where Why I'm do you like, only make this during Christmas. Why? Because it's like it's kind of a process. And it's, I will come over to your house and we will make, we'll make them, them together, together for our next podcast. Okay, recording. we'll make them together. We'll chew we'll chomp in the microphone. Um I mean they're delicious. Oh, I and can taste them now. I like it's a chocolate cookie with an Andy's candy frosting. Okay. And so that's I don't know if it's because Andy's candies are so like minty right i feel like they have a good proportion between chocolate, chocolate and, and mint. mint and so i'm just like maybe that's what my brain is expecting but then when i bite into the thin mint it's not as minty like i maybe don't know waxier yeah i think maybe because it's waxier i don't know but maybe their their like strategy is because they only sell them once a year people forget people forget about what it tastes and like I and think, they're so excited yeah. to have them back that they buy like seven boxes like me and no, did really, you really buy seven. Well, I did buy seven boxes, not seven, but not boxes seven of thin mints. I bought two boxes of thin mints, one for my family and then one, and for, then one for me. Yeah, but you know, I was pleasantly surprised because for some reason, I thought in the past that they had increased the price of each box. No, it's just like it's always five dollars. No, okay, no, it hasn't always been five dollars. It's right. been five dollars. Well, what was but it? But then they increased it like to seven fifty or seven or something like that. But now it's back to five. Oh, so there are okay. There's certain boxes that are $7.50. There's the regular boxes. So like Thin Mints, Samoas, um, 
oh my gosh, like the dosidos and the trefoil, those I think are all $5 still. Okay. But and it also maybe depends. The specialty, the ones, specialty ones, I think the or lemon ones expensive? are more expensive. I don't know. Because, well, it depends on also where you live. In Texas, they're cheaper. Really? Uh huh. That's what I've heard. I mean, I don't know because. Okay, listeners. Yeah. Like I've heard that how sometimes much they're do you $4. Pay for your Girl, Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Like it's, you're, you're paying a lot. Well, and then there was a time when they, like they de- decreased the amount mm-hmm. inside each box. And I was like, oh no. no yeah. No, you're no, like, no, we're not doing, this. we're not doing this. But I actually got two like packages of Thin Mints in my Thin Mints this year. And I was like, I am so happy. Wait, there was a year when you didn't get two packages. They were just a single box. Oh, heck no. That's never happened to me. Really? No. It may have been like my Miami years. Yeah, was it Miami? Maybe it's really expensive in Miami. Maybe because they melt in Miami, even in February. <laughs> Maybe that's where I got my freezing thing. <laughs> Maybe that's where you're like, I have to put them in the freezer. Yeah. So yeah, that's anyway, the hot take. Thin mints are we need overrated. Your are thin mints overrated now? Like yes. have they become more waxy? Yeah. Or something happened where they diluted the recipe. Yeah. Or are they just as good for you as they yes. were in times past? Because we really just need to know. And if it's not your favorite cookie from Girl Scouts, what is your Girl Scout favorite cookie? Mine currently is the lemon shortbread. That, oh Ooh. my gosh, it's so good. I it is so good. I package of those. I need as to well, those. like I pretty much like we need to get to, to our, our podcast. podcast. Talk, All right. Our podcast topic. Yes. But also, please tell us your favorite Girl Scout cookie. Yes, please. And if the mints are overrated or underrated in your opinion. So today's podcast is about goals. Yes. Setting them, if they're worth it, how to do it, right. all those things. And I think we are, let's see, how many weeks are we into the new year? About six, seven? Six, seven weeks, yeah. Yeah. So we're still maybe living a little high life on our goals, or maybe we're starting to feel like we need to reevaluate them. I feel like... I don't know, maybe because I didn't set any goals, really. Um, I'm like, I would I would definitely be like, nah. By six or seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, setting goals is a topic later in our podcast because we definitely want to get into that. But as far as fitness goals setting, mm-hmm. um, every single form of exercise is just as much mental as it is physical. Yes. Every fitness or wellness modality includes a degree of mind and body awareness Mm -hmm. and connection, which another plug, if you haven't listened to our neuromuscular efficiency, AKA mind to body connection podcast, go ahead and um, listen to that after this one. Yep. Um, And really get some insight on what that really means, like the deep, intricate um, details of mind and body connection. But if you think about it, fitness goals have to be as much mental engagement as it is physical because it like otherwise there's no point. Yeah. And so setting goals is a psychological tool. No matter mm-hmm. what your goal is, it is a it is something that we decide to do in our mind. Mm-hmm. And a the physical part is like the action. Like the yep. the actual um representation of doing your goal, but it always starts in a psychological way. Um also studies have shown that people who set goals are more effective in increasing their physical activity, which is interesting. We're going to get into that conversation later on because both Lauren and I are not goal setters. We are we not. We don't set goals. And um, well, I feel like we should clarify. Like we have objectives, 
you know how like in grade school, right. your teacher would write objective on the board. Mm-hmm. And some days your teacher probably was like, we did it. We hit this objective. And right. then some days it was like, that was a freaking train wreck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I f- you just need to wipe that away. Yeah. And I feel on. like that is kind of me. I'm like, yes. Well, yeah. okay. So that's, that's a topic that we're going to discuss later yeah. on in the podcast, because I feel like it's super important mm-hmm. to differentiate that mindset. Yep. Um, and then a NASM article that we just read talks about three different types of goal setting. There are outcome-based, mm-hmm. performance-based, and process-based. Mm-hmm. And studies have shown when outcome-based is combined with process-based goals, you're more likely to be successful in following, like following to the end, your specific exercise program. So let's talk a little bit about these three different type of extra, or I'm sorry, three different types of goals. Mm -hmm. Lauren, take it away. So number one, outcome goals, they refer to the result that someone is ultimately working towards, i.e. a SMART goal. So if you don't know what SMART stands for in SMART goals, we don't, we're not talking about like an intelligent goal. Right. But SMART stands for S-specific, M-measurable, A-achievable, R-relevant, T-time-bound, and if you want to make it SMART-er, Mm-hmm. Um, did you come up with that? No, it was actually added by a professor um, from St. Louis University. Oh, okay, because they found flaws. Like you know, yeah. Over time, people would do smart goals, and then and then they realized that it's it's kind of a little bit too str- stringent. 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 Thank yep. you. Um, and so adding the er smarter, yes, smarter, made it a little bit more realistic. Yes. So the e on smarter would be like evaluated, mm-hmm. and not be like. It would be evaluated. I can hear my English and... teacher. I'm sorry, Mrs. Bishop. I'm sure that she was like, stop it with the like. Um, I love her. <laughs> She's the best human. Um, and R would be reviewed. So I do like that better because the evaluated and the reviewed, it lets you go back and then adjust yes. what needs to be adjusted. It gives you a little bit more flexibility mm-hmm. within, you know, yep. your, your specifics. And then so... Do we want to talk about what an outcome goal is? Like what it would be like? Well, in as far as um, let's just go through the three things because we do have examples later on in the podcast as far as like the smart goal is very much more outcome based. Mm -hmm. Like it's very physical. You can see it. It's tangible. Um, Not so much psychological, but it is something tangible that you can actually see yourself in the future as or it. Often yep. involves metrics, numbers. Um, yes. Like, which is a, you know, it, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's not a good bad. way. It's not horrible. It's um, just, there's other ways too. But it's, it's more like you're more likely to be successful if you combine that type of goal with another sort yep. of goal in the fitness world. Yes. So. Yes. And sticking with it. Mm-hmm. So then number two, it is a process goal. Mm-hmm. And these are the daily behaviors that need to take place to reach um, said goal. Yes. And these are like PACT goals, P-A-C-T. Mm-hmm. I think that the 90s were so high on acronyms. Like oh everything had to be an everything acronym. Everything had an acronym. <laughs> everything had an acronym. Too legit. Too, Too legit. legit to quit. <laughs> um, and then third is performance goals. And they are the stand- standards that some, I almost said standouts. <laughs> <laughs> they are the standards that someone needs to reach uh, along the way to achieve the outcome goal 
in other way, in other words, they serve as checkpoints to yeah. assess progress towards the outcome goals. Right. So yeah. So that's that's a little bit more metric. Like mm-hmm. in six weeks, I'm going to be here, um, but along the way, I'm going to take these different, you know, yep. mile markers. Yeah. Much exactly. Yeah. So within these three different kinds um, of goals, there's something called the stretch goal, which mm-hmm. I absolutely love. Yeah. It's a stretch goal is a specifically created goal to challenge you. And what those what those do is they spice things up. It mm-hmm. adds diversity. It can be another little um, adrenaline rush, like mm-hmm. to just you know pick yourself pick yourself up and let's go. And there are a lot of time truth tellers. Yep. So um, they show us that we have more in us that we can lay on the table than we really think. Mm-hmm. So I would I would equate this as like okay, if you have a fitness goal of I am going to lift weights. Uh, Two days a week for four weeks. And then when you get to, let's see, that's one, two, three, four, eight. So when you get to your eighth workout, mm-hmm. maybe you try to, I don't know, PR, max out. Right. And then you're like, oh, well, I thought that I could only do uh, 15 pound dumbbells in my hands for walking lunges. But look at me. I just did 20 pounds and it was way easier than what I thought. Right. Maybe I really could do 25 pounds exactly. in each hand. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And then that goes along with our progressive overload mm-hmm. um, that is really a lifetime goal yep. instead of, you know, like the short term, um, even though they are marked as short term, it is a lifetime, yep. you know, endeavor. Endeavor. Yep. Coming back to that SMART goals where we have the outcome-based focus, meaning you have tangible results. Mm -hmm. Um, The elements of your SMART goals, which we talked about earlier, as far as like what the S-M-A-R-T stand for. As far as specific, the S, these are simple, they're sensible, they're Mm -hmm. significant, and they mostly have to do with your five W's, the who, what, where, when, and why. Mm -hmm. And when you're making a fitness goal, this is where like this is where you would actually create your workout program Mm -hmm. is, um, being more specific. So if you don't have something that's specific enough, then you might find yourself wandering. Yeah. It can a little bit more lost. It's a lot different saying like, I'm going to start working out. Okay. Okay. It might last a week. Like we guys, do you know how as group fitness instructors, as yoga instructors, we have so many people that come up to us specifically for yoga. They're like, mm-hmm. I am going to start doing yoga. And you're like, awesome. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. But it's like, you know, and, and they always say that like, I'm totally coming to your class. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. And because we don't want to make things awkward. Yeah. Um, You don't want to be like, okay, well, what's your plan? Are you going to be there next Monday at 845? Like, no, we are normal humans. We don't want to be awkward about it. And we also don't want people to feel pressure. Right. um, Because it's their goal, not mine. Mm -hmm. However, if someone was really serious about it and all they said was, I want to come to yoga. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now what? Now what? Are you going to register for the class? Right. Are you going to say specific? Exactly. I'm going to go to yoga twice a month. And that's the other thing is like when people come up to me and say, oh, I need to stretch more. (laughs) That's okay. I'm like you and the rest of the world. Yeah. Like even I need to stretch more, but that has no value. Well, it's like, like, unless you give it some tangible, 
like, like I told you my need son to be more morning. specific. He, he, what did he tell me? I can't remember what he, oh, he's like, I want to stay in bed because he didn't want to get up for school. And I was like, well, I want a million dollars. And just because I say it doesn't mean it's happening. Right. So just because you're like, I'm going to go work out more, you have yes. to put in the work. You do. And that's when it comes into measurable. Mm -hmm. Because the M in SMART is you have to have something meaningful, there we go, and motivating. Uh -huh. Ask yourself what determines your progress and how you will know when you have achieved your goal. Yep. It has to be me measurable. And for me, when people are setting measurable fitness goals, this is where the SMART, I don't love this aspect, this aspect of the mm -hmm. SMART goal. Because so many people want the measurable to be legitimately measured as yeah. in their weight, their body fat content, their measurements. Mm -hmm. And those are all fine. I mean, sure. If yeah. that's what you need, fine. However, you are not a number. Right. You, you are, can't measure your you success can't measure on a number. Your success or your, or your worth, worth or mm -hmm. your value on a number. And so maybe those measurables are, hey, I did make it to the gym three days this week. Check yes. plus for me. Right. Um, or maybe it is measurable in that, hey, I um, I don't know, my my jeans fit different. Mm -hmm. Or why, well, number one, why are you putting on hard pants? <laughs> yeah, don't you know that's so 2000s? I know. I'm like, why are you wearing hard pants? Actually, low-waisted is coming back, and nope, I'm so freaking no. excited. No, no, no. For these high-waisted, or like, okay, I have a short torso. I have immensely long legs. That's and true. For you, it will be fine. But I for me, it's like it's going to look so I need a mid weird. or low-rise because I am so tired of all of my legging pants going straight under my boobs. I know. Like, I just, I need it. See, I, I, I am fine. It with makes it. me look squatty. I am here for the wide life. See, here we are. I know. Making here we are. tangible. Making, making tangent. <laughs> I am I'm not my worth is not based on where my leggings hit. No. It is not. Plus I um But not, it does make you feel better when it you does actually make you feel better. Fit your yes. body type. Yeah. Um, okay, and then so we've got achievable is next. Yes. Achievable as far as attainable. So you ask yourself, is your goal reachable and what resources do we have to achieve it? Mm -hmm. This is where the realism comes in. Yep. Like if if you have a fitness goal, does it include a gym membership? And if not, do you have the tools at home? Can you create a body weight? You know, mm -hmm. can you sustain a body weight or do you need to maybe go buy a couple of dumbbells yep. or some resistant bands? Also achievable in look at your schedule. Yeah. Are you? Oh, okay. So there's a guy that Katie and I follow on our body benefits account mm -hmm. on Instagram. And he had done a Q&A and somebody wrote in and he turned it into a reel because he was like, no, this is important enough that mm -hmm. I need to reach to share it. And it was somebody that was a new mom. It was her. She was a first time mom. She had a newborn. Her baby was only four months old. And I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I like, I remember it, but I don't remember it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Because you're just like, it's like being in the fog of war. You mm -hmm. are sleep deprived. You've yep. got this thing screaming at you yes. and you're just like, I'm doing everything I can. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I just gained, to survive, just to survive. And she wrote in like, she had gained the normal amount. She'd gained like 35 to 40 pounds and she, she was freaking out. And I kind of liked that it was coming I don't know. I have multiple feelings about it coming from a dude, but I kind of liked it because I think it was reassuring, even though women don't need to be reassured by a man, that there was somebody out there that hadn't been a mom that was like, 
you've just done something hard. You have to yeah. give yourself grace. Like exactly. your achievable in your life right now is going to be different than it was five years ago, than it will be in five years from right. now. We really, the main emphasis is living here in the present. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. what resources and what can I do now? Because mm -hmm. I know that goals are very much, you know, forward thinking, but, in, you know, and there is, you know, the idea of visualizing it and seeing it completed and how does that feel, yada, yada, yada. But if you do not have the realistic vision of where you are now, mm -hmm and where your what your capabilities are now then this goal might be so far off that you add in more stress and guilt for not making it yep exactly so and so you've got to be able to be achievable be realistic in yeah. your achievableness Achie and offer yourself grace in this achievable oh my gosh yes so much so much moving on to relevant uh reasonable realistic resourced and result-based mm -hmm. ask yourself questions like can you get this done in a specific time frame, or do you have the resources and can you really commit to what you need to do to hit this goal? Yeah. I feel like achievable and relevant are mm -hmm. so similar Yeah, in that aspect because, mm -hmm. yeah, like I do like with relevant, like it is not relevant to me. Like I do not want to mm -hmm. train for an ultra marathon. No, right. No, thank you. But kudos yeah. to those who kudos do. Kudos to those who do. But that's, but that's not what me. Rele is relevant in their lives. It is. It it's is like not relevant. It is for not. Me. Yeah. And Barry has an aunt. Barry's my husband. He has an aunt who she runs ultra marathons, and she has for years. And I'm like, props to you. Mm -hmm. She, whenever we would see her more, she would always be like, "Do you want to work out?" And I'm like, "Your workout is running, <laughs> and you're gonna run for a real long time." So I'm gonna say no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm. I'd rather just you know. If, if I'm doing any sort of cardio on a stationary machine, then I would like I've, to watch TV, please. Yes. Yeah. Where's the TV? Yeah. So making sure that it's it's something that sparks joy within your life. Yeah. And listen, I know that not all of you are going to be like, well, weights don't spark joy in my life. Well, it's like eating your vegetables. That one I do feel is like you need some yeah. resistance training. Well, OK. So relevance in that case know that you're increasing your bone density. Yeah. Know that, that you're, you're taking care your, of yourself 20 years from now. Yep, you're training for your old lady body, yep. not your bikini body. Exactly. And guess what? Everybody is a bikini body. Exactly. All right. Time bound is the last one in our smart goals. It is time-based, time-limited, time-sensitive. Ask yourself if your timeline has cl is clearly defined, start to completion date. See, this is where I lose it completely for all my goals. Yeah, we're smart. We're smart. <laughs> I am not. I actually no. I'm smarter. You're I like smarter. The, I like the ER, but it's like the time. I'm like, but working out should be like a lifetime thing. Yeah. And yeah. It, but I do understand. So for me, being a math nerd, yes, time and numbers are kind of like my thing, my jam. Not so much for like goals, but I love to play with numbers. Oh yeah. And so maybe that's just why I really like time relevant things. But then also, okay, so case in point, me, I am currently taking three different trainings right now. We were just talking about this before yeah, we started. So I'm, I'm completing my 300 hour YTT, my second. So by the time I'm done with this, I will have 900 hours of yoga teacher training. Hey, welcome to the club. I know, right? <laughs> Do you think that's enough? Anyway, so currently doing a YTT training. That's enough to teach And people. then I'm also completing a sound healing training. And then I'm also um, signed up for a fitness with 
menopausal, like premenopause and menopausal fitness training. And um, if I and you know that as soon as you slash maybe me, because I still haven't signed up for it because (laughs) I'm just like a little burned out. um, We're going to want to do the prenatal. (laughs) Yes. Because they go hand in hand, even though people are like, they're not. But I'm like, but they are. But they are. So my thing is, is if I and they're all mostly are self-paced. Yeah. And except for this down healing one that I was kind of thrown into a deadline that I didn't realize. So that's why that one took the forefront. Yeah. Um, But if I don't have a timeline, then they will just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so for me, as far as if I've invested money, I sure as heck is going to invest. I need to invest my time. And I, you know, comes back to all these other measurable, achievable, relevant Mm -hmm. I need to give myself a time limit or else they'll just continue to float and it will be money wasted. Yep. And that drives me bonkers. So yep. there are places where time is helpful. There mm-hmm. are places where time is not helpful, which we'll get to in later in the podcast. But all this talk is talk, right? Let's yep. give some actual examples of smart goals mm-hmm. in fitness. Being able to deadlift 10 reps, 95 pounds by August 1st. Yep. You can't get more specific than that. Very specific. And then from there, you would write down your measurable, achievable, relevant, mm-hmm. like the hows and the whys and the relevance and stuff. Yeah. Like you could start like, say like, um, I'm going to, in order to achieve that, I'm going to deadlift twice a week and I'm starting at, I don't know, 70 bar. pounds, 40 pounds, I don't yeah. know, whatever. Or whatever, What you know, make mm-hmm. it unique to yourself. Another example could be, I'm going to achieve my 100th 30-minute cycle class in six months. Oh, Yeah. So a little bit less. In, so like go to a hundred classes in six months. Yeah. No, 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 no. Complete my hundredth. Uh, oh, okay. So like you've already, you've been going mm-hmm. and now you're going to go to like right. your hundred. Yes. Oh yeah. So that's another example of a little bit more maintenance based. Like yep. I'm just going to continue what I'm already doing, but I would really like to get my hundredth mile, you know, oh, class. Yeah. So there's a Pilates studio up in the suburb that I live in and they totally celebrate. I see on their Facebook page all yeah. the time. They celebrate like so-and-so just came to their hundredth class and they've been yeah. a member since X year, like when right? we opened or something. It's yeah. really cute. I like it, it is kind of fun. I would love to incorporate something like that into my classes. I, I think I've kind of missed the mark because I didn't start at the beginning, of the, start year, at the beginning of the year. But it's not to say that you can't start like March, like March yeah. madness. Oh yeah. Let's say good. if you come to X amount of classes, it doesn't have to be my class. It has yeah, to be just a classes. class at the end of the month. We're going to do something, so you know, that's such a good idea. At let's the end of the it. month, let's go next door and get shakes. Exactly. There's a shake shop next to us. Oh my gosh. Yes. So anyway, another example would oh, be. Oh, I should probably be like, it's like a one stop. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like it's Shake Shack. Like, shake shack. Although that would be fine. Oh, well, I would much prefer to go to Shake Shack. I would shack much prefer to go to Shake Shack. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Another example would be to perform two 45-minute cardio workouts every week for six weeks. So a little bit different Mm -hmm. in format, but same kind of smart goals. And um, within these goals, they should not ever not only be desirable, but realistic. Mm -hmm. So like we talked about earlier, do I need equipment or gym membership? Um, do I have the physical conditions? Yeah. Let's say I have scoliosis. So there are definitely some modalities and exercise that are not accessible to me Mm -hmm. and understanding that, Oh, you know what? It doesn't mean that I flush them from the board and I don't try it, but my range of motion in my left twist is going to be more limited Mm -hmm. physically, like anatomically than my twist to the right. Yeah. Like it's okay. Being a hypermobile in like my back. Yes. I probably shouldn't do like 
really explosive CrossFit moves, but yep. I can scale it down right to where it's accessible to mm -hmm. me. Exactly. So keep in mind your physical conditions, your anatomy, um, always, always make, you know, mm -hmm. should be factors. Pros and cons of SMART goals. Talking about pros, they're clear and specific. Mm -hmm. They're focus-driven. They are highly motivational. And because they gear towards more short-term goals, your motivation is more likely to stick through than a long-term Can we put goal. a quick tangent about motivation? Sure. Since we're talking about goals. Okay. So Katie, Katie's heard this from me before. And if you follow, oh my goodness, Jordan Syatt says this, and there's a few others. I think Butter Your Macros also says it. But your motivation only mm -hmm. gets you so far. Like, right. I'm motivated to write my classes for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. However, if I don't do it, my motivation has done nothing. Right. So you sometimes you just have to do it. Like Nike yep. really hit it on the head with they that did. slogan. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just have to do it. And I don't know if you guys know who Elise Myers is. She's on Instagram. I know I've talked about her on the podcast before. Um, she's not a fitness influencer. She's an influencer, though. And a long time ago when she first started, she was talking about Nike and she was like, they really should capitalize and they should, they should pay this woman money for this idea <laughs> about just do it scared, just do it anxious. Sometimes in that just doing mm -hmm. it, you have to do it scared. You have to do it anxious. You have to walk. Everybody has right. a day one. Mm -hmm. And in that day one, in that just doing it, that's where the motivation comes. Yeah. That's where the feeling of like, hey, I just did that. Yeah. And maybe that means I'm going to go back and do mm -hmm. it again. You know, I always love to tell my classes and I hear this so often and I find myself repeating this in my head often as well. But when I come around to somebody and I'm like, you're doing such a great job. They're saying, well, I'm trying. And I always turn to them and I say, did you know that try is a do? Yeah. Like you're doing you're actually it. physically here performing mm -hmm. this movement. You're no like, yes, you're trying and I, I appreciate your efforts and you should congratulate yourself for your efforts. Yeah. But don't you realize that you're actually doing, doing it? it? Yeah. You may not be doing it perfectly, but you're or doing you're, it. You may not be doing it to your mind's expectation, mm -hmm. which, you know, understanding like, oh, I am actually doing this. Yeah. All of a sudden your outcome matches your expectation. Yeah. I think... And it is such yeah. a huge thing when you realize that by trying, you're actually doing it. Exactly. So yeah, your motivation gets you so far. Mm -hmm. But l when you're setting these goals, it helps your motivation. It makes you want yes. to do it. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that will get you in there to quote, just do it. Do it. Right. To Nike. Yes. Just do it. Um, it helps identify your priorities. And I like that because for SMART goals, when you see it on a paper, you have to think, oh, well, I want this. Yeah. How much more likely am I going to do mm -hmm. something that I want versus something that's just kind of a wish? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They have clear purposes and senses of direction. They're productive. They create a foundation for success, which mm -hmm. I really like. They're more extrinsically rewarding, which is that tangible thing, the thing that you can see or feel or touch, not mm -hmm. feel, like feel physically or touch like like the trophy. Yep. So extrinsic. Extrin oh gosh, extrinsically. I Thank you, Lauren. I cannot talk. It's okay. Extrinsic. Did I say it right? Extrinsic. Yeah. Extrinsic. Motivation. <laughs> Rewards can only last you so long. Yep. 
but they are still rewards. Yeah. Still good. It's like when it's like when you bring candy to church for the little kids, if they'll just oh, be quiet. Oh, yes. Like if you be quiet, you'll get Smarties. Oh, exactly. Oh, and yeah. everybody loves the Smarties and the fruit snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, they also help um, support healthy choices. Yep. Which is great. That's that in itself is the goal. Yep. Some of the cons to smart goals are they're a little bit too rigid. You have yeah. no room for creativity. Mm-hmm. They're less successful with long term. Mm-hmm. Um, like Lauren said, motivation can only last you so long. They're limiting. Not all goals can be time based, which we kind of tapped yeah. into earlier. They can be counterproductive in the sense that if you don't meet these goals, you tend to induce feelings like guilt or adding on more yeah. stress. Stress or shame, yeah. And a lot of times they're like one and done. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're, they served you for a purpose, but you move on to the next goal, not necessarily meaning that the previous goal is helping you with the next goal. So yeah. it's not necessarily something that you piggyback onto each other. It's more just that one yeah. and done. Yeah. So moving, like we mentioned before, that combining outcome goals with progress goals, you're more likely to... Keep at it. Yep. There's another acronym in the world that came after SMART goals, and it was by a lady named Anne Laurelie Kunf from Nest Labs. I have no idea. I apologize in advance if I butchered your name, but essentially she she was like, you know what? SMART goals are outdated. Okay. They don't serve people. We're going to create another acronym. (laughs) Right? Of course she did. And she created another acronym called PACT, P-A-C-T. And PACT stands for purposeful, mm-hmm. actionable, continuous, mm. and trackable. Now, this is the type of goal. This is much more me. Yes. Yeah. And I love that SMART goals serve their place and their purpose, which are super, super great. But you combine it with something that's a little bit more intrinsic, a mm-hmm. lot more mentally engaging, emotionally engaging, and works with more like creativity and productiveness yeah. and continuous. So um, some examples are of a packed goal. When I arrive at the gym, I will stay focused and not think about being judged or criticized. I will try my best each time and understand each workout will be different. Mm-hmm. I will celebrate my successes. And if I have a bad workout, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. Yes. And if it helps. To go along with that analogy, remember that usually one in every five workouts is probably going to suck. Suck. And that's okay. Yes. You still did it. And you're not a bad person. You do not suck if your workout sucks. No. It just. Okay. So the same. Or if um, you hit your. I don't know why I just thought of this, but I was like, I bet that workout really sucked for Katie when she accidentally hit her head on the barbell. Oh my gosh. Lauren. (laughs) I, you know, there's only been a couple times when I've like hit my head so hard. I like actually see stars. That was one of those times. And I, I had to take a breather. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out our Instagram, Instagram account yeah. or my Instagram account. I was setting up my camera to record um, a kettlebell windmill. Oh yeah. And as I stood up, I hit my head on the squat bar or like the Olympic, like the bar. And they had like two 35 plates on, not two, one 35 plate on each side. So there, I mean, it's not like that no, bar was like coming up. No, it's like 95 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that workout probably did not feel good. I had a bump on my head. And Do you was, still have the bump on no, the head? No, but it hurt to lay down. And I was like, okay, Katie, 
So, but that's my, that's the thing I thought in my head. Well, that's what you get for recording. <laughs> you know, you're at the gym, you're falling into that category or that niche of like the people that record themselves. Yeah. But the thing is, is you're I doing recorded it for glass. I was, and I did it so that I could show people like the proper form and yeah. the mechanics of a kettlebell windmill. And it's just like, you know, to spice things up, not all oblique workouts are Russian twists. Like oh there are gosh. so many different Tell me ways. about like, it. Seriously. Anyways, so yeah, that was that was an interesting um yeah. Experience. That was an interesting workout for you, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. There's another example that is like I stretch before and after each workout to keep my joints lubricated and to prevent injuries. Mm-hmm. I would like to touch my toes as a fun byproduct. Yeah. So, I mean, if you think about the difference between such a specific like this 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 mm-hmm. versus I'm going to be a little bit more flexible, but I'm going to do this. Yep. So the outcome is different in that packed goals are more focused on the output instead of the outcome, which output can happen every single time you progress. So I have um, heard studies that when you tell kids and teenagers, when you praise their work ethic versus, oh, you're so smart. Yep. Because smart is the outcome that is the byproduct of their hard work. Right. Versus, and I try that so hard and I think I don't know if I do it right with my kid because I'm always like, oh my gosh, you work so hard. Mm -hmm. Or I, and then I'll say something like, you're smart. You know how to work hard. I don't know if I did it right. I don't know. It's a work in progress. It's always we a have work to in give progress. A little bit of grace of being parents of these kids. I think that's very true of anyone, not just kids. I think it's just true of humans. Yeah. That you want your hard work. That's really what your soul wants is you mm-hmm. want the hard work praise. Yes. Like, yeah, it's great that you're praising whatever you're giving like whatever I have awarded mentally to myself Mm -hmm. like whether that is I made it to to the gym every week at least three times a week for a month Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go buy some new gym clothes right okay well that's the extrinsic outward reward but how do I feel about the hard work that I put in exactly you know what I mean likely to be the motivator to Mm -hmm. keep you going and and sustain you and sustain you and I always tell my kids like the soccer trophy, the participation award. Oh like, I'm so glad that you got this, but guess what? It ends up on a shelf collecting dust. Yeah. And you look at it maybe once every seven years. Yeah. Or maybe it'll end up in a box in the yeah. donate pile. So if you think about it, like those extrinsic rewards are very fleeting. They mm-hmm. last very little time. Yep. And they don't take you to that next level. So, so focusing like, more on the intrinsic. Yes. Yes. yes very, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's something that as, I, I mean, that goes so far, like not just in fitness, but yeah. like everywhere. And I know that as a parent. Well, shouldn't fitness be a representation of your lifestyle? Yes. 100%. I mean, not like we go to the gym. I mean, well, Lauren and I go to the gym as part of our as lifestyle. As part of our lifestyle for because work. Because this yeah. is our work. Yeah. However, we really try hard to have this bleed into our our lives. Like, yeah. you know, how, how do I deal with stress in mm-hmm. the gym is very much likely to mimic yeah. how I deal in stre- with stress in, outside in of the gym. In real life, yeah. Well, so my degree is actually in history education. And one of the classes I took was sports history. And something that the professor always said, who, by the way, his name is Richard Kimball, like on the fugitive. (laughs) 
And, he, you know, it like. It wasn't me. It was the one our man. Yes. And it was like, Dr. Richard Kimball. <laughs> and he looks literally nothing like Harrison Ford. But anyway, um, something that he said, and maybe, I don't know if he said it or if it was in a book that we read. But it talks about how sports is a microcosm of society. And I kind of think it, about it as what I'm doing in the gym is kind of a microcosm of how I feel about my life outside of the gym. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because yeah. the gym is a great place to get all that stress out. Oh, yeah. And sometimes if I'm feeling sluggish in life, my workouts are sluggish. But mm-hmm. just because I have – I try to set goals that are more in line with the PACT acronym yes. because mm-hmm. it's a lot more forgiving in that like – it takes into account that like your life is not perfect. Oh yeah. And right. It makes it personal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you're allowed to be human. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is so nice and so, so refreshing. So nice. Yes. Right. Let's talk about some of the tips yes. for setting goals. Because like I said, all this talk is talk. When we actually apply everything that we were talking about, that's when you know, that's, that's when things get nitty gritty, Mm -hmm. the action. So my first thing is write them down. Yep. So write them down. Biggest thing for me is a goal that floats in my head never is achieved. Oh, really? Oh no. Oh, that's not for me. I see. I have a planner. That's true. You do have the thing is I write everything down in my planner Mm -hmm. and then I never look at it again. But you're but the able fact to- that I've taken it from my brain and into it a down. tangible place. That is true. I do feel that, yeah, like when I'm writing out a class, some of them I'm able to remember in my brain. Mm-hmm. But then I have to almost physically do it. I have mm-hmm. to have some sort of physical aspect. Either I write it down mm-hmm. or I am physically doing that class before oh, yeah. I teach that class it's- to ingrain mm-hmm. it in my brain. It's actually a scientific Oh, in somatics, yeah, yeah. That you're more more likely to retain things mm-hmm. if you make it a tangible process. Yeah. So whether you're physically, um, you know, manifesting or you're writing it down, that action from thought, yep, to physical representation is huge. Yeah. So write things down, and it, I would even go to say that when you write things down, you're seeing the goal already achieved in your head, mm-hmm. and you're actually writing down what that looks like, what that feels like. And that's where you can integrate smart elements to Mm -hmm. be specific in, in how this goal is, is set. Because if you don't see yourself at the end of your goal, then it's just another thought floating in your head. Yeah. So write it down, um, write down, you know, what it feels like to already achieve it. Share your goals with a a relatable person. So almost like getting an accountability buddy. Yeah. It's so great because when you share things, you're actually projecting that desire Mm -hmm. out and then that person is receiving it and can help you be accountable. Or maybe they'll ask you, say, hey, you mentioned you want to do such and such. How are you doing on that? Yeah. And And I like that that you wrote relatable Mm -hmm. because like I'm not going to go up to Jeff Bezos and be like, I want to save more money. (laughs) I don't really feel like he would relate. No, 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 no. Right. So find somebody that's relatable. And please feel like your fitness instructors are relatable. We are. I promise. And if you don't feel like they are, come to us. Yes, come to us. Because we're human. Yep. Like real humans. (laughs) (laughs) We are human, human. Reevaluate often. And that's where the packed goals comes in, where you're allowed to change things up if it's not working for you. Yeah. 
You're so loud. And you know what? You're not a bad person if you have to reevaluate. Nope. In fact, not just with fitness. We do that all the time in life. Oh my gosh, yes. Because there's transitions happening all the time. All over, yeah. Especially with the things that you can't control. Mm-hmm. So we adapt. We are adaptable people. Yep. We are evolution. Ev- ev- okay. So the root word is evolution. Evolutionary. Evolutionary? We evolve. We evolve. Yes. Yeah. Evolutionary <laughs> would be like describing. Yes. Something. <laughs> Ask questions if you don't know. I yes. love that. Yes. Well, we all you have don't the, have to go in blind. We all have the you Googleizer. <laughs> and, and WebMD. <laughs> and WebMD. Don't don't call on WebMD. <laughs> no. But don't. Google like how do I do a deadlift? Yeah. Or just exactly. call us. Yeah. That can be part of your resource tool. Yeah. Give yourself grace to be human. Mm-hmm. Don't okay. So there's another Instagram by Jordan. Oh. And he gives this analogy and he has this knife oh, in his hand. The tires. Oh my gosh. She's like, okay, let's say you're driving. You're having a great day and somebody comes up and he slashes your tire. What are you going to do? You're not going to grab a knife and slash all, all four th- tires. Yeah. You're not going to go and smash and slash the other three tires because, yeah. some, because somebody slashed your one tire. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is the same with your workouts. Yeah. So if you have a bad workout, don't quit. Yeah. Don't say like, don't oh, I'm not up. going to the gym, the gym the rest of the week. Right. Okay. Don't give up. Just understand. Like, what do you do when your tire goes flat? You fix your tire. Yeah. You fix it and then you got to go you, on. You got to move on. And in fact, if you don't fix it, then you're driving crappy and you might, you know, <laughs> end up gonna... ruining your, your alignment and stuff. Yeah. So, but it happens. You get flat tires. I hope that nobody goes and slashes anybody's tires because, you, you know, the analogy is pretty extreme, but the, but the takeaway is the same. Yeah. You don't base your worth on one bad, bad moment. Yeah, exactly. You, you fix it and it's okay to have that moment. That's it. Give yourself grace to be human. And then give it another name than goal. This is my biggest thing. I yes, hate I hate the word goal. The word goal. In fact, when when we talked about like throughout the idea of um creating a podcast about smart goals, I was like, do we really want to do this? Am I a very good person to talk about goals when I myself hate, hate. goals? I know. Maybe we are because we're like, look, we know it sucks, but you just got to do it. (laughs) So I stopped making New Year's goals about five years ago. Oh, I stopped so long ago. And I am such a happier person for it. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I stopped when I was in definitely in my teens. Well, maybe it was a longer thing for me, probably. But maybe it started out of laziness. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I've noticed that when I replace the word goal, like just even in my head yeah with another word like intention in, intention mm-hmm. or um what did you mention earlier that the teacher oh objective objectives mm-hmm. you know so creating another term might be what you need yeah because there's that saying like if you don't make goals then you're not going anywhere i, I like i'm I like you know what i i don't agree with that i don't either i really don't agree with that because it it doesn't mean that you're not striving towards yeah. something. And so for the long, I mean, for those past five years, I've more set like intentions and gave myself like a theme for the year. Mm. So a couple years, like last year was embrace the suck because I knew going into it that there was going to be a lot of transitions. Like we moved states, we mm-hmm. moved back from that state 
And I had a daughter moving to Japan. I had another daughter graduating high school and mm-hmm. then moving out for college. I have a son who, you know, like first year of high school mm-hmm. um, and a daughter who you know, just like a lot of big moments yeah. in my life. Husband who's gone all the time, mm-hmm. working 80, 90 hours a week. And I knew that it was going to suck. That's why Katie and I so, relate so well. <laughs> right? We're so See, guys, we are human. We're yeah. relatable. And it was my year of embrace the suck. But you know what? Like the, we were talking about that same thing about how that was like, cause you had just gotten back Yep. and we were relaunching body benefits. And do you remember what your youngest had drawn and it was on your refrigerator? No, I don't. She had drawn. She was like, I love my life. This oh is my the gosh. best. And I was like, but see, you're doing something right. Exactly. Because she totally like drew that unprompted. She did. So the thing, yeah. So she wanted to do some art projects. I said, fine, whatever. And she drew this picture that and wrote on the top, 2023 was yeah. my favorite year. Yes, that's what it was. Yes. And I was like, this is the fruit of my labors yeah. that I embraced the suck. See, you so got that an I extrinsic create... thing that you weren't even exactly. expecting. I know. <laughs> so that I can create a, a good yeah. life for my children. And boy, did it suck. Like yeah. I just, there were some moments where I really did have to express um, my emotions to my husband and I didn't want him to feel guilty for relocating us and everything. But if I had held it in, it would have been oh, so yeah. much worse. Oh my gosh. But anyways, oh I so relate. So there are a couple things in the fitness world specifically mm-hmm. that we hear um, that decrease your motivation that, you know, by that seven week, 11 week oh, yeah. that we start to taper off. So let's talk about that and how we can kind of reboost us, get us a little energy shot to keep past moving past that slump. Guys, it's okay to have a slump. Yeah, It happens every single time. Yeah, You're going to go through this high that high is going to wear out. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like that burst of energy that we talked about in strength training, it's going to taper off and then you're going to hit the earth and be like, oh, yep. Okay. That was a rough landing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how to get past those slumps Yeah, because it's part of the thing It's part of the process that we all have those low points. Yeah. The first thing is lack of time. Mm -hmm. Always. I don't have time to work out. Yeah. Well, guess what? Welcome to everybody's world. Yeah. We don't have time. Um, Or we say we wish we had more time. So another little mindset adjustment, reevaluate your time. Yeah. Like write down what you do in the day. I absolutely hate it when men, like husbands would come home and they would be like, well, what did you do today? Oh my and gosh. I was like, no, mine knew better to never say that. I think my husband said that once and, and then it was, that like, was like, that was the one and done. Yeah. Yeah. Never again. Um, but really honestly, reevaluate time. Think about your day and think about where mm-hmm. you're spending your time and then see if you can take the time you already have to fit some movement in. Yeah. So let's say you're going to the bathroom. Who's gone to the bathroom in their life? Yeah. Uh, every yeah, day. Every day. Well, do your business, flush, do 10 squats before you wash your hands. Or yeah, or while you're washing your hands. Even better. Can you squat while you wash your hands? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to picture that. Yeah, but what if your countertop is, is too... You know what? Create that challenge. Let's, let's try it. Let's try well, it. I know that okay. we can do it at the Happy Valley Gym because oh, I think it's right. so freaking low. I know it is. Um, another option, park a little further and walk 
a little longer mm-hmm. to your work building or to work or to school or whatever. And then maybe a lot some a lot some of your lunch break and meditate mm-hmm. or do breath work. Because remember, fitness and wellness is not all physical. Yeah. It's also mental. It is. Um, stretch safely in the shower. Oh, I do that all the time. Oh, one of my favorite things. I mean, I'm guessing we all take showers. I don't know the, you know. Hot water. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Please scald me. Like, I want that water so hot. You know how everyone's like cold plunging? I'm like, no, I'm good. Hey, Lauren, we're we're opposites today. I take cold showers. What? Oh, I do. Oh, my gosh. Cold, cold, cold. But I cannot do a cold plunge. I can do a cold shower. But I've been doing cold showers before cold plunges were even a thing. See, like I'll the, do a, a cold topic. Um, hair rinse. Like I will rinse my hair with cold water, which I know is the worst part of getting your cold shower mm-hmm. on is getting your head wet. Mm-hmm. But I'm, it's supposed oh, to be. Oh, so much better for your hair. Yeah, it's so much better yeah. for your hair. And, um, and for it your doesn't, skin. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. dry your scalp out. Mm-hmm. But no, I want a like See, but I shower. take scalding hot baths. See, yeah, same. Like I want it both But ways. I take really, really cold showers. Anyway, okay. Anyway, we digress. Um, maybe swap 45 minute babysitting with a friend. Yeah. So that they can get their stuff done. You can get your stuff done. Mm-hmm. Now, that is an option. For me, I hated babysitting. Oh, I, I would, hate I it. would rather somebody pay me to babysit their child than do it as a favor or a swap. Same. Same. Immediately same. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Um, and, like, and now that they're old enough to be like, hey, so-and-so just wants to come over to play. I'm like, I'm so much more cool with that. But like, oh, when yeah. they were babies, I'm like, I had to like make sure no one rolled away. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Or uh, ate something ate that's something on the they, floor. Oh, my gosh. That was so stressful. Oh, yeah. Um, back to Sorry. <laughs> some of the things. Another um, thing that we run into as an inhibitor is the lack of energy, mm-hmm. which is huge. Some of the ways that you can combat that is to evaluate your sleep and nutrition. Yep. Are you getting enough of both? Mm-hmm. And when or if you are drinking caffeine... Studies have shown that morning caffeine is actually beneficial if you consume it within, um, if, okay, if consumed, if you're going to work out within the first hour of waking. Yep. So let's say you wake up at 6 a.m. You can have caffeine immediately if you're going to exercise your body within the next hour. Yeah, because the stimulant gets mm-hmm. out of your body yeah. through like the sweat mm-hmm. and the exertion. Yeah. Um, it's the Huberman lab that actually did a huge podcast on this and the, the effects of caffeine throughout the day, like at different times of the day. And they were saying that if you are morning cafe, caffeine, caffeine drinker, if you do not plan on working out, mm-hmm. then to wait an hour after you're drinking, yeah, because after you you're waking your brain up to be able to wake up. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then another thing as far as like, where your circadian clock is. And this is something that is super unique to every single person mm-hmm. because my husband's circadian clock, he gets his little slump time around 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. And that same Humorbin Lab podcast talked about when you experience your like quote witching hour, mm-hmm. your bedtime is typically six hours after that. So his his slump time, his witching yeah, hour is 2 p.m. He dies at 8 p.m. Like yeah. that's when his body is going to sleep. Which is funny because my witching hour is 6 p.m. Oh, see, mine is like 4 to 5. So it's like I need to be in bed by about 10. But mm-hmm. um, I'm not asleep at 10. I'm like reading at 10. Mm-hmm. Like my brain is still very much awake. Mm-hmm. But do not ask me to stand up. Like do not ask me to like. <laughs> to do anything. To do anything. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I think that's probably why my evening workouts 
works so much better for me Yeah, because I'm still very much active later in the day yeah. than in the early morning hours. Oh, so maybe. that's why I'm always like, how but, do you work out at night? <laughs> well, that's why. Yeah. So maybe think about where your own circadian clock is Yeah, and also no caffeine after your witching hour because mm -mm. that will actually um, skew your yeah. circadian clock. You'll wake right so, back up. Yep. Yeah. So it's not good. The third thing inhibitor that we can combat is the lack of motivation, which we talked about mm -hmm. earlier in our podcast. So it's always great to revisit why you set the goal. Like yeah. why? Yeah. Why am I doing this? Why the heck am I doing this? And if it's not helping, drop it. Yeah. Drop it. If it's, if it's getting you into those reverse effects, then yes. Get rid of it. Get yeah. rid of it. Are you even having fun? Oh yeah. Do I, yeah. So like if you're not enjoying it as much as what you thought you would, if mm -hmm. you would enjoy something more, switch your goal. Exactly. Like, um, somebody always says to me, is this working for you? <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> well, see, and that's where you really have to have a heart to heart with yourself. Yeah. Like, because am I having fun? No. But am I proud of myself when it's done? Yes. Yes. So that, you know, goes into like the grit. Yeah. We are not, we are supposed to do hard things in life. Yeah. yeah. We are not immune to that. In fact, that's where we grow. That's mm -hmm. where we challenge ourselves and learn and change, blah, 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 blah. But there is an element of like, am I actually experiencing joy, whether it's during or after? Yeah. Because if this is just so, so hard. If it's so mind-numbingly boring or oh hard to goodness. you. Oh my goodness. Now remember, this is a goal that you set. Yeah. It's not like motherhood that you've been thrown into and yeah. you just like, you have to keep this human alive until they're 18. Yeah. Like that's life. That's like, these are goals that you have opted in. Yeah. Volunteered to yourself too. Okay. If you're not experiencing joy, <laughs> maybe we change. Are them. you attached to it so yeah. much that you can't let it go? Or can we reevaluate? I know people like that that are like, I have, have you heard of 75 hard? Yes. Oh my gosh. I would suck at 75 hard. Somebody well, asked me if I, I wanted to do it and I was like, no, I'm good. Thanks. I, that's, that's a hot topic. Let's put that one down for a okay. hot topic because we'll I have, for a hot I topic. have hot opinions about but that. But there are people that like stick with it. Like, and I'm like, good for you for doing it. And, but part of me thinks is that's their, their grit. And it is, speaking. it's their grit coming out. But then at the same time, I'm but like, physically, it seems so miserable. To me. Okay. Hot topic. Anyway, hot topic. We'll come back. To, we'll do that, that next week. Um, remember how you feel when you're done, which we mm -hmm. talked about. Even the bad workouts are 99% worth yep. it. Yep. yep. Intrinsic versus extrinsic motivators. Inner rewards versus external rewards. We talked about that. What yeah. keeps you going? Is it the trophy or is it the... The, the feeling of like, yes. hey, I did something hard and I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Exactly. What do you weigh more? Yeah. And then do you need to reshift the way you think mm -hmm. about your workouts mm -hmm. and your goals? And then learn the difference between motivation and encouragement. And I love that, Lauren, you tapped into this. Your motivation or uh, encouragement mm -hmm. from other people only goes so far. Mm -hmm. It's not sustainable. Your motivation comes from within. Only you can give yourself the motivation to keep only. going. And Anytime just someone do it. starts a sentence like that, like only you, I'm like, only you can prevent forest fires? Where is she going? <laughs> yes, and that's true. And that's true. <laughs> only you can prevent forest fires and only you can motivate yourself. <laughs> well, it's so true because sometimes like with that, 
difference between motivation and encouragement. A lot of times whenever I'm teaching class, I can be there cheering them on Mm -hmm. as much as I want. And, you know, like you can tell when someone is just like, I'm having a bad day or like I am exhausted Mm -hmm. and their motivation is lacking that day. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, You know, they are going to be able to do what they can do. And you as the, you know, if we have other fitness instructors listening, I know that you guys know, but like our job is to be your cheerleader and cheer you on. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when we're not around, like if you're working out on your own, you have to be your own cheerleader. Yeah. And you and I almost feel like when you when you go in relying solely on other people to motivate you, Mm -hmm. it's you're not likely to be as successful yeah. So to learn to love yourself and to be your own cheerleader, mm-hmm. maybe that's the goal. Maybe that is the goal. Maybe that's I mean, the goal. I will speak from experience that nothing has taught me to be more graceful to myself than lifting weights in the gym alone. Because I, I <laughs> yeah. mean, where my schedule is, like, I can never call somebody and be like, hey, let's get together and lift it this time because it's just it's not going to work that yeah. way. Um, and I used to, and I loved it. Like I have this group of girls or women, whatever, same time that I used to work out with every Monday and Wednesday. And it was so much fun and I miss it. Yeah. But the times right now in my life, they Mm -hmm. don't line up either. It's like too late in the day. And I'm like already ready to be done at the gym and done at work Yep. or, you know, it just, it doesn't fit. And I had so much fun with them and it's great to be able to work out with them. However, um, working out on my own, it's like, I don't know you do. You have to be your own cheerleader yeah. and you have to be able to say like, okay, I only did X amount with this weight, but Hey, guess what? Last week you only did like eight instead of 10 and you had lighter weight. You are really able to find the little wins in your yes. life. Yeah. Yeah. And when you find those little wins, those are so personal. Oh Yeah. You don't like you celebrate other people's wins. Yes. But when you experience that win mm-hmm. yourself, to me, there's nothing more rewarding oh, yeah. than to realize, ah, I did it. Yeah. I did it. I did it. I did it. Happy dance. Yep. Usually includes like a jump um, yeah. <laughs> for me. Well, like on Saturday, I um, last minute subbed one of our friends classes because she was sick. And so I did a quick upper body workout before I went to teach yoga. And I was I was doing it. I was like, dude, these are so light. And then I looked at him like, this is what I always use. I'm like, okay. Okay. I guess we're going up in weight. And I was so excited. Like internally, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And now were there 50 a million like dudes in there using like 100 pounds to bench press? (laughs) Yes. But guess what? That's their life. Right. Not mine. Exactly. Going into the gym, extrinsic things like the packed goals. I will go in and I will not focus on what people are thinking about me mm-hmm. because nine out of 10 times, they're they not are even, not looking at oh you. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? They are not looking at Everybody you. Everybody is so wrapped up in their own world. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. I, that is the one thing that when people are like, I want to come to yoga, but people are going to laugh at me. I'm like, no, they're not. Everybody, no. especially in yoga, because you have this rectangle that you're standing on. <laughs> no one really sees outside their rectangle except exactly. like you've got this like. Unless you decide to go the opposite direction. And then all of a sudden you're like locking eye with somebody and you're like, crap, I did the lo- wrong, wrong leg. side. Yeah. But then that's like, just, then that's but just everybody like a, has been moment. there. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's been like, oh, that's the wrong side. Um, but I will say that when you're teaching yoga or when you're taking a yoga class, like I know that when I'm teaching, everyone is looking at me. 
Oh, yeah. If mm -hmm. they're looking at anyone. Mm -hmm. No one is looking at the person beside them. Oh, no. Never. Um, everyone is looking at the instructor. When I take a class, I'm looking at the instructor. Yeah. And maybe that's, I don't know. I don't know. You guys need to tell us, is that a job hazard? Is that because I'm just like, I know to look at the instructor? <laughs> or is it because that's what everyone's doing? I think that's what everyone's doing. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that as a, as well in yoga specifically, you're asked to ground and you're asked to yeah. come into your practice in the present moment. So it maybe it's easier for people to be in, in their own the, space. space in a yoga class, maybe. But for people who don't understand that, mm -hmm. who was like, well, I would like to try yoga, but I'm not flexible or I'm afraid to being compared to mm -hmm. other people in the room. They don't. I'm like, just come. Yeah, no one's And you'll gonna... understand that, in fact, uh, I say plenty of times, imagine you're the only person in this room yeah. and I am just a voice, mm -hmm. a guiding voice, because really this is all about you, you. And where, in your space and where you're at now. Yeah. To conclude this podcast, as far as fitness goals go, you can use your SMART goals, you can mm -hmm. use the PACT goals, but the, I think the biggest takeaway is to really create a system that works for you. Yeah. And maybe something in this podcast really sparked to what you need, mm -hmm. whether it's to get over that slump or whether it's even just to get started. Yeah. So I am going to create a template for both a smart goal and a pack yeah. goal and put it on our website. So, so that you can one physically write it down, yeah. put it in your pocket, or maybe you just write it down just to get it down. And you're more likely to remember it in your head. Yeah. But and also, I don't know. I know that some people, if you are not into physically writing it, I don't know how well it works scientifically, like with the mind body brain connection. You can also keep it on your phone. Right. Yeah. It's a little bit more accessible if it's yeah, on your phone. Especially. But you are physically putting it somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. You're using your body mm -hmm. to take it from your brain and into it, yeah. you know, another source. Yes. So exactly. I don't know if there's been research with that, but it, it works for me. Yeah. Yeah. So right. anyway, um, go ahead and give us some comments. Uh, tell us how we did on this. Um, yeah. If you have any other insights, if you have questions, please let us know. If you have any topics that you're wondering about, let yeah. us know. Please let us know. And thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you so much for listening and a special welcome to those who are new to us. Lara and I are both fitness and yoga instructors with over 25 years of combined teaching and training experience, but um, almost zip in social media influencing. <laughs> so if you like what you hear, do us a huge solid, subscribe and share these podcasts because we would love the word to be spread and yes. um, we'd love to connect with you guys. And we know that this would never be possible without you. So a huge thank you and have a great day. Bye. Bye.
All right. Thank you so much for listening and a special welcome to those who are new to us. Lauren and I are both fitness and yoga instructors with over 25 years of combined teaching and training experience, but um, almost zip in social media influencing. (laughs) So if you like what you hear, do us a huge solid subscribe and share these podcasts because we would love the word to be spread and um, we love to connect with you guys. And we know that this would never be possible without you. So a huge thank you and have a great day. Bye. Bye.